I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination. Nerdapalooza, the world's largest nerd music festival, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other fine Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom. From comics and video games to science and technology, if it's geeky, we've got it covered. And this episode is all about video games. Hey, I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Jonna. And the, uh, it's, it's been a while since we've recorded a fresh episode dedicated exclusively to gaming. I don't even play video games anymore. <laughs> but Brandon. It's, over. it's been too long. I got bored of them. No, that's yeah, not true. Too. That's not no, true. I'm kidding. How many hours of Nino Kuni did you play? Well, I'm not done yet, but I think I'm at 80. But you beat the game. You, you... Yeah, but there's more stuff to do. I know. Okay. <laughs> I get more, it. it opens up. It was a little frustrating because it's like you beat the game. There were so many like quests and things. I was like, where, where are these things? Where, why can't I find it? So I was like, oh, whatever. I beat the game. And then they unlocked. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Now there's just so much more stuff to do. Uh, back in episode 122, we gave a review of Nino Kuni at like what? Like maybe... 60 hours or no no it was like no it was like 10 10 it was 10 hours <laughs> 10 and I, I unlocked like two out of the 20 things to, before you play start playing like the main part of the game so mm. after 10 hours <laughs> rpgs for you it was well, good I good rpgs it. anyway i just it's got its, it's got its issues but it's good yeah well, i haven't played it yet but i really want to i've heard good things i will give it to you if you want to play it. i would like that very okay. much okay <laughs> done on the air it's official <laughs> borrowing only gonna hold you to it well um you know after the big um end of the year uh blowout where all the games come out and time for christmas and all that uh there hasn't been a lot of huge titles coming out this year but we're about we're on the the crest of a wave that's about to break and there's a lot of new stuff that's headed our way and mostly we're going to be talking about news today because there's been some you know some substantial things that have happened there's there's so much stuff that's supposedly going to happen this, this year and there's so much stuff the announcement about the, the next gen systems and about new games and it's, there's actually too much stuff, but <laughs> just covering some of it really. Uh, the biggest one, of course, is the Sony held a conference and everybody thought it was going to be an announcement for PlayStation Four. Turned out it was. It's Yay. called. It, uh, no surprise. It's called PlayStation Four. And uh, the biggest surprise, though, is that uh, they didn't show what the console looks like. Nope. And they and they, they still haven't. They've only showed two things that I'm aware of: the new um, the new DualShock Four controller and the new weird camera setup with the two wide angle cameras on it which i'm not sure what it does except that it'll it'll detect the entire room you're in yeah, so it's the itoy 
or the co- or the connect <laughs> version that they right. copied. We yeah, don't know. We don't really know it yet. Sounds like a connect ripoff. What Sony it does, does but love, scans the room. They love to take credit for other people's tech and yeah. call it their own. <laughs> and they don't really care. They'll make so much money. It doesn't matter if it works or if anyone uses it. Yeah, They're as, still hey, making as it. long as it's good, that's fine. That's yeah. fine. You know, we all got to move forward. But um, I can one, tell you that the PS4 has eight processors, and they're eight really good processors. Yeah. One of my favorite comments uh, in regards to the the announcement was uh, uh, Major Nelson from Xbox. He said, oh, uh, uh, this is a, a tweet of his. De- debuting a, a console without showing the console? That's one way to do it. Yeah, I mean, what the <laughs> hell? They do this every time. It's like, they'll also release it after the new. Like, they're purposely going to wait. I swear they said it. They're going to wait for the Microsoft system to be released before they even consider releasing the PS4. I don't know why they would do that. They, more people would buy it if it was out first for the new gen games. But they're well, just that's what they did with PS2, and that was the most successful console that generation. If, but you, they don't, also, if you don't count the Dreamcast as being a competitor, but they also did that with the PS3 when the 360 was around. That didn't work very well for them. Well, no, really I mean, the it. PS2 came out before the GameCube and Xbox, mm-hmm. but then the PS3 came out after the 360, and it didn't work as well for yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. So they're expensive, gonna, though. And they're going to do that again. Yeah, well, I heard it's actually the new system's going to be cheaper than the PS3, which makes no sense to me unless it's a marketing ploy. They have to. I mean, even they, they always take a loss on them, but they, they were... Sony doesn't have to do anything. Everyone's been telling Sony that they're losing money on everything, but they don't care. They make money on, like, TVs and shit. People were just making so much fun of them over the 599 US dollars last time that if they pulled that again, I think people would just be like, are you serious? I'm just going to yeah. ignore you for a while. What is it this time, 400? Have they announced that yet? I, 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 don't, I, I read that somewhere it may not be official. Hmm. Uh, you know what, what annoys me the most is that I, I personally think that, you know, Sony's controller was great for the first two generations, but honestly, I mean, the Xbox took the format of the dual analog sticks and refined it to a much more comfortable controller. I really don't like the DualShock. I don't like it. I love the PS3 controller because I guess I got small hands, but it fits me perfectly. I, I never liked any of the Xbox controllers, even the, like, the new slimmer ones. Hmm. Yeah, I, I guess They're it's... too a, round for me. I, I need... I need, like, sharp edges and polygons jutting out of my I like controllers. The, I like the Sony controllers more, too, but I think it's just because I'm more used to them. I haven't really used the Xbox ones very much. And the new one has a touchscreen yeah, for some so reason. Figure that one out. I, I, guess mean, more, I guess you can more Vita compatibility. let go of the joystick and rub some stuff. Do you guys think that the, the Vita will be more of a, a, oh, yeah. an extension of the PlayStation 4 than, oh, definitely. than, they, than well, a separate they, console? They did a little bit of that with the PS3 and the PSP, so they're just they're going to do but considering, more this time. Yeah. Considering the detail of some of the games already slated to come out on the PS4, they've obviously been working on the, to- the technology with the PS4 and the Vita for a very long time. So mm-hmm. I, I'm pretty sure they're going to utilize it way more. And someone even said that, the Vita is called the Vita because the PS4 was nicknamed the Orbis and still might be called the Orbis. And in Latin, it means something like circle in life, so circle of life bullshit oh. going on, which we may have said before. So they, they obviously connect together. I don't know how yet. Or mm. care. <laughs> I, honestly, I just want to play awesome games. I don't give a shit if my fucking handheld connects to a fucking console. Well, it just so happens you already have one, so I, either way, you'll be indulging Yeah, so, it. you know, I'll be able to play whatever, but... You know. <laughs> the biggest announcement for uh, for games for the PS4 is that uh, it was announced that Watch Dogs by Ubisoft was being developed for it. And, of course, Watch Dogs was something that uh, it, it was debuted at last year's E3, and um, all they really had to show for it was uh, a video demo. They showed it... <laughs> it was kind of interesting, actually... We discussed like we were we were there at E3 and we were discussing whether or not we wanted to go uh, make an appointment for the Watch Dogs demo. And we found out it was just a really small cubicle where they showed you exactly what Ubisoft showed at the, the, at, the, the, at the expo thing. The none. There was none. I mean, it was still enough to say, hey, this game is I mean, it looked amazing. It, it looks really cool. Yeah. And uh, with the announcement of it being on PS uh, PS4, they have a new trailer out, which looks really great. Um, it's just 
it's weird that they would release it on both systems because I, for the first time I watched the it's, video today. Uh, it's PS3, uh, PS4, uh, 360, and Wii U. I don't yeah. know. I, I kind of like them releasing it on more than one. It just makes me think of the old days when they would do that when you're on the edge of a generation. Like a lot of PS1 mm. games are on PS2 and as well. I, I just, I don't know. It's cool to me. I like it. I'm curious to see what they say about the Wii U version because given the type of gameplay, yeah, that would, it could that actually would, be pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. That should be the and, best way to play it in my opinion. But and who knows? Ubisoft has shown that they have a better understanding of the Wii U's technology than Nintendo does with uh, Zombie U. So it could happen. Well, I think they know mm. how to use everyone's technology better than them at this point. Well, after so. Red Steel. Well, we, we don't <laughs> talk about that. Red Steel never happened. Ever. You know what? If, if you've never played Red Steel, please go out and pick up a copy for 50 cents because that's as much as it's worth. Isn't the second one good? I don't know. Just play the first one. No, I'm pretty one sure the second one's a good game. Look, I, beat, I don't know. Let me explain something. <laughs> I spent hours trying to play that game, and I spent hours trying to get to the final boss because like, the save state was so far behind. It takes you like two hours to beat the last <laughs> level. And finally I get to the boss, and the controls are so horrible, and I finally beat him. And suddenly a prompt comes up for a split second, and if you don't swing the, like, the, Wii, the Wiimote right, like, you fail, and half your game gets like you get to start over the entire game. And I didn't even read it or see what it was. And I was like, what? And I swung it. I swear I did it. And the it didn't entire work. game? It the was like, I, yeah, I just, I couldn't do like the whole, I don't know. Maybe it was just the last level, but it was hours of gameplay. I had to do over with terrible controls. I couldn't do it again. Fuck you, Red Steel. And that's my rant. Uh, for, <laughs> if, if, that, if that reference is a little too obscure, Red Steel was a launch day title for the Wii. One and, of the uh, worst games I've ever it, played, it, it but was, I still played it. It was miserable. Um, it, was, it was like piloting a meat puppet. Um, piloting a meat puppet would have been fun because it's squishy this wasn't even fun well you, you wiggle you wiggle your sword arm out in front of you yes, like it's and squishy. you die because it doesn't do anything it doesn't do any <laughs> of the angles it's it, supposed to do well, it, the second game was a Wii motion plus game and they improved it tremendously I, they would Jesus. have to have yeah. I, um <laughs> they should have just killed the series I, honestly yeah i doubt they'll be re- resurrecting red steel's branding no, because it's still i, it's, so. I mean I, my nickname for it was red stool so <laughs> You know, That's it, what, it leaves, oh a, bad, it leaves a bad taste in my mouth. It's funny because it did make me bleed out of my ass. So, all you take me to talk about shitting blood already. Oh man, just Two like minutes. looks like that. <laughs> so the uh, watchdogs. Yeah, let's talk about watchdogs. Um, so the premise Holy of watchdogs is really cool. It's a five seconds in the future kind of uh, situation. It's neat. It's a cyberpunk game that's so close to where we are today that it's it's just kind of mind blowing. It's like this is this is what we've got to do with uh, adaptations of the future and it's a now. Huge open world environment. Yeah, and from what I can tell, you can just walk around and do whatever the hell you it, want. It's a sandbox game where you use your smartphone to essentially hack anything that's connected to the the grid of technology. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you can walk around. You'll see icons over people, and you'll be able to in a couple like with a little assessment see who they are what their occupation is and other and other things that might mm-hmm. be available to you on a public profile and if someone say say rich you can hack them and if uh, someone's a pedophile you can kind of chase them down or see where they go and follow them and just build your own mission around that and try to stop them and stuff like that yeah so uh it, and there's a there's a video which we'll link to which was the thing that they showed at the ps4 announcement and uh, it's very impressive it's definitely something to watch out for it's something we'll absolutely have an eye on um at our e3 coverage this year we are going back to e3 details to come but uh, you can expect us to be um you know basically we're, we'll be your eyes and ears on the floor and uh, we've already have a conversation open on the nerdy show forums where uh you can let us know what you'd like us to check out because you know, the biggest problem with E3 coverage from everybody else is there's a lot of news reporting. We can't compete with that. There'll be every jackass from Kotaku will be live. Everybody from Kotaku yeah, will be you know, live be tweeting there. as it happens. Exactly. <laughs> so what we can offer that's different from everybody else is basically uh, hands-on experiences and interviews uh, conducted by us in kind of a 
a, you know, a realistic, real fan kind of way. No G4 style bullshit. You know, we keep it, we keep it real. We ask guys real questions and, um, you know, we press them as hard as we can to, to find out what we, you know, the fans want to hear. We'll have a link to that page on uh, that, that forum thread on this episode's page. Watchdogs, we're going to be all over it because it's going to be a big one and hopefully not a crushing disappointment, which we've had <laughs> more than enough of lately, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the big one, um, which again pertains back to what uh, to our experiences at E three, is Aliens Colonial Marines. That was a good segue. Uh, it it was. <laughs> it was completely natural. How long have they been trying to make this game for? They've been they've been developing this game since two thousand and six. I mean, not yes. as long as Duke Nukem, but <laughs> no. but the same hands were involved. That they did something unique uh, as opposed to Duke Nukem. They released a demo that looked amazing, and also this game actually suffered because they chose to work on Duke Nukem. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, the situation uh, is essentially this. Aliens, Colonial Marines, obviously, they were developing it for a long time. Hex and I went to PAX East this past year, and they had a live demo of the first level, and it looked incredible. Did you get to play it or just like I did? I, no, I didn't get to play it. We got to, we got to watch it. And, what I, and I believe, I, if I remember correctly, it was, it was at least set up to appear to be a live gameplay demo. Was it on PC, though? You know, they, they, they sometimes sometimes you. they don't tell you what... So the person was using a controller, but... Yes. Okay. But it, yeah. been it was probably PC then. Yeah. Usually it is yeah. at the almost, shows. Almost always it That's is That's what I was wondering shows. about, because I, I didn't think they had a console build all the way back then, so... Yeah. they Basically, they showed us a demo that was incredible. You know, the big thing that the game was touting was that it took place between Aliens and Alien 3. It was actually the rescue mission that was sent to pick up that ship at the end of Aliens. So they've got this first mission... It's incredible. It shows um, it shows them like going into the ship, picking off the remnants of the xenomorphs that have like hatched there. The escape pods are gone. You see Bishop's been torn in half and all that jazz. It's so cool. It was just absolutely amazing. It was like dynamic lighting and shadows mm-hmm. and fog and all the uh, stuff. That they the mood, the cinematic quality to it was just absolutely stellar. And then uh, then they took me off to play the multiplayer, which I really enjoyed. And then I saw them again at E3 and uh, played some an updated version of the multiplayer, again, which I really enjoyed, though they didn't show that first level. And we, we did a lot of coverage for them, actually. Thanks for making us look bad now. No, we, 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 we're fine. They, they're, the, they're the ones. Um, <laughs> well, it sucks because you were looking forward to it. Yeah. I, mean, I was. Like, oh, my God, everyone's bashing I was, it. I was looking forward shit. to this game. More than we had, we had an inter- a long interview with uh, senior producer Brian Burleson, and, I mean, he was... He seemed really genuine. We were having a good time talking about well, it. He was really enthusiastic. Was at the time, but shit happened. Yeah. And this is a guy from Gearbox. He's a guy who works on Borderlands. I, I know the, the biggest question in everybody's mind is what the fuck happened? And there's a, a really great article that's up on Kotaku right now, which we'll link to, which is called From Dream to Disaster, The Story of Aliens, Colonial Marines by Jason Schreier. Uh, he basically, in, this, in the week since this game's come out, he did what he could to try to talk to sources from Gearbox and the other developer who... Um, who Timegate. Co- yeah, Timegate, who co-developed it. You know, no, obviously no one wants their names on this, but some mm. people who are, very, you know, legit sources have given him some input as to what happened. It just sounds like a disaster. You know, mm. the, the, the end result is they put out a game when they did after all this time because they were worried that Sony was going to take legal action against them for or not delivering. Sega? S- Sega, yes. Yeah, sorry, Sega, yeah. Oh, Sony could do that too. They don't <laughs> care. They don't even care if they own the franchise. They'll take legal <laughs> action against you. But yeah, the difference when I watched the video not too long ago actually yeah there, there's a video um, we'll, mm-hmm. li- we'll link to which shows some of the drastic differences in gameplay the biggest pr- i guess something i should have mentioned earlier is the problem with this game is i was hell excited for it and uh, i'm i w- would have under different circumstances i would have bought this game the day it came out without question i was so excited for it and Except uh, that you're just too busy I think. For, yeah i was <laughs> and fortunately for me i was because mm-hmm. the reviews came in and it was terrible 
And uh, we're talking about like a huge hit in graphics. Everything that I saw demoed, not the way it is. Mm-hmm. My, my comparison was basically play Halo mm-hmm. and then play Marathon. Mm-hmm. They're both Bungie games, but this one ended up turning into Marathon. I love Marathon, but man, those graphics. <laughs> That's basically the difference. The, the complaints are uh, bugs, bad AI, unbalanced gameplay, low quality graphics, and poorly impl- implemented multiplayer co-op. See, yeah, I, was, I was wondering about the gameplay stuff. Like, all these bugs people are talking about. Did, was any of that present when you played? Like, not, not at all. How did that happen? I can understand all these graphical downgrades well, that happened. Well, the AI looked different, too. The way that the Xenomorphs moved, even in both parts, how did looked that, different. Why would they change that? I don't understand that part of this. Also, I hear that, you know, after the initial shock of what you're doing with the story in the first level everything goes downhill it they were still writing story yeah all throughout the development they didn't have the script nailed down so they're just like oh yeah. crap let's cut this level because they decided it doesn't work with the script anymore yeah they, it was just constant rewrites and it was like up to the very end they were still rewriting the damn thing so it doesn't have a cohesive story and i've heard that in uh after a certain point they uh, they throw in another like uh, group of marines a different company or something just so you have something different to shoot at and and uh, Sega is not uh, blameless in all this because they were quarreling with the developers the whole time because they wanted basically Call of Duty in space. Mm-hmm. And the developers were Wait, not interested that, in it at all. Doesn't that exist? Isn't it called like Gears of War or any other space shooter that looks like Call of Duty? Gears of War is different than Call of Duty. They just Duty, wanted to ride on the coattails of Killzone. the Call of Duty success. There's Killzone. Kill, Kill, I, mean, Killzone. What, I mean, what yeah. do you want? Yeah. It's just... like, but why, why aliens? Also, something interesting that when I was reading this article on Kotaku that I didn't know was that back in 2006, they were actually going to do an Aliens RPG, and oh, it was no. being developed by Obsidian. That's the guys so who, sad yeah. that that died because of this. How would you make that into an RPG? I have no idea, but I mean, the Obsidian is a fantastic, fantastic developer. It had to have been way better than what this Oh, became. yeah. Well, the only good Aliens game now I think that I know of is Aliens vs. Predator, like the first one for PC. That game was amazing. And uh, the reason the RPG got killed, actually, was because Sega was hitting hard times. They could only fund one project, and mm-hmm. this is the one they backed. Mm, Sega. Sega lets me down a lot. They do. Did you know that? Well, at least they put out uh, Hell Yeah. I mean, Sonic games. That's... I mean, I think that Gearbox is the biggest party to blame for this whole thing, though, because they just sat on it for four years without working on it at all. Yeah, um, there was a report from some of the guys at the other studio who said that um, it had been four years and then Gearbox passed it off to them and they had some assets, but it didn't look like the sort of material you get when someone's worked on a game for four years. Some of it was just stuff they pulled from Borderlands. It wasn't even (laughs) stuff they had made specifically for that game. Yeah, this is for this game. Like, wait, no, I recognize this. (laughs) What the hell? Just put it in. No one will notice. (laughs) There's a great quote which reads, um, this is from one of the anonymous sources, the game feels like it was made in nine months, and that's because it was. <laughs> Even though they worked on it for years, yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um, one interesting thing that's a more drama stacked onto this whole fucking shit mess is um, the uh, CEO of uh, Gearbox, Randy Pritchford, uh, he, um, on Twitter, uh, when the game came out and it was getting slammed by everybody, there were a number of Twitter accounts that were set up recently who talked an awful lot about gearbox and gearbox products Mm-mm-mm. who just started showering him with praise for the game nope. um and, not uh, a good move and then people who were um being insulting and immature or maybe even just providing criticism of some kind were uh, ignored or, or blocked he eventually did say admitted that there was something worth looking into and said that they were looking into it but it's just a <laughs> deflection you know people are at this point people people are usually the uh, the fans are angry. They're demanding answers. Let's I'm not cut. even that big of a fan, and I really just want an answer because I'm just confused as to how that could even <laughs> right happen. 
Well, it is false advertising if you release a demo like that and then your final product doesn't deliver on what you expected. Really, is if tons of people buy a game based on a video or a demo you put out that says the game is like this and it's not, is that not false advertising? Can you say, I want my money back and I'm not, you know, I want my full refund back? Right. The big question is, what does this mean for the gaming industry? Like, is this going to set some precedence over how much people, what people can show when they show it? And I mean, just lies. It's not the first time that... Um, a big overhyped project has tanked completely. It's just one of the most glaring examples of it. All right, we're going to cut to some music right now. What we got for you is uh, a recent Overclocked Remix track that really rocks. It's um, called Mega Man 2 Light Your Way, and it's by AMT and Neblix. So you know I, it, that alien thing really just kills me. But let's let's talk about some some stuff that's maybe more fun, cooler. 
I got something. Not so negative. What you got? Because I mentioned Halo and Marathon earlier. Yeah. There is actually a new game, um, if you haven't heard about it yet, coming out by Bungie. It's supposed to be this year, but it's moved to next year. It's called Destiny. Have you heard anything about it? No. Well, it is. Okay, yes. Yes, I have. Mm. Um, And it sounds crazy. So you start telling me what you know. and I don't know much except that it's made by Bungie, so it's probably awesome. But it's an open world FPS MMO RPG. Well, what I've heard well, is... it has MMO elements. It's they, an RPG. They don't want people to call it an MMO, and they don't want people to call it an so FPS. So it's an RPG, <laughs> but it's also an MMO. It's not an MMO RPG. It's an RPG with elements of MMO in it. But yeah. you Choose. can't just have elements of it. Is it an MMO or not? Let's see. I don't it, know. It in, they, that's what they're telling me. It's, it's very vague what, the way people interact with each other. Or is it like a Fantasy Star Online sort of thing? Oh, God, I wish it was. There's not been really a, an MMO? There's been a suggestion or? from people just, just kind of hypothetical that maybe it's some kind of variation of the way journey plays mm. where the um actions of others affect how you can build off your environment and this project is something that you know they're talking about it in kind of a way i'm i'm, I'm concerned you know i don't want this to be like a fable situation with mauling you up on high saying all this crazy shit plant a tree and it'll grow well, they, said it, they said it's a completely open world environment so i hope that means open world environment like go anywhere do anything they've described a really cool setting of a desolated earth uh, like, it's a mythic science fiction yes, setting. It, it sounds guns. it sounds very cool. The character designs look good, though a little bit Mass Effect derived sometimes. But you know, whatever. But it, it um, works. Yeah, <laughs> Mass Effect works. Mass always. Effect is money, and money is good. And you know, I like Bungie. I, despite the the mass population of bros who played Halo, I really liked all the Halo games. I'm so happy that they're doing things that aren't Halo now. It's, right. It's oh my wonderful. God. Maybe they'll do stuff I like now. And <laughs> Marathon was awesome. You know, Marathon were, 2. Marathon 2. Marathon Infinity. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or is it Unlimited? Who knows? Who knows? So this is definitely something to get excited about. It's so vague, though. I don't... I'm just... I'm not going to get my hopes up. Well, it, it's been pushed back to, to be announced now next year, so yeah. who knows? Another space-related news, StarCraft 2, Wrath of the Swarm, or Heart of the Swarm, comes out March 12th, and... Uh, and you can watch the movie online. <laughs> and it's pretty snazzy. There's, there's a trailer up, and it's very cinematic, you know... Um, I I played the first one a bit. I didn't finish it. I got uh, I got otherwise distracted. But I love I love StarCraft, and I really enjoyed the story um, and setting and everything that was happening with this. I mean, I'm but like everybody else, I'm not cool with the whole br- splitting into several years, three different games kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's going to happen by the time the third one comes out? The whole uh, platform of what they can achieve graphically will be mm-hmm. radically different. What what are they doing? You know, and I guess I'm not probably not going to buy this new one because I'm probably just going to wait till the last one comes out and it all gets stuck together. Yeah, and me too. I, I remember just after the uh, the first part came out, like the guy who runs Blizzard, who's, you know, a corporate fella, he was making some kind of weird braggardly statements about, oh, we I bet we could just release the, um, you know, all the all the cinematics from StarCraft 2 as a, as a movie on DVD and we just make so much money. He, I thought they were actually going to do that. Like, you could just buy them online. They should well, do maybe. that. I, mean, the thing I is, would buy it because I don't give a shit about the game. It, I love the story and just want to watch it. It was douchey the way he said it of like, we're Blizzard, we can make money off of off of our shit. Here's some of it. But the thing is, <laughs> cinematics are actually that good. They're awesome. It is actually, it is, I would actually. I like them better than some of their games. <laughs> or... Half of the given games, given my my situation, you know, depending if I don't have enough time, I might just prefer to watch the StarCraft Two film. I don't know, maybe. I mean, that new trailer just makes me want to move you really badly, so <laughs> that would I would be okay with that too. <laughs> Tomb Raider, the new Tomb Raider is coming out on March fifth. New to, the new Tomb Raider is no, no, coming out. No, we because we, we've already it, played. If that. it's coming on PC, then yes, we yes, are we are long past that generation. Laura Croft is not the torpedo titted. 
monstrosity that she once was. But this, but this news isn't actually about the game itself, is it? No, well, not exactly. Um, you know, the game looks great. Um, I can't wait to play it. I really hope I get a chance to. Uh, I intend to. So that's that's all we know. That that's old news. There's an there's an interesting feature that's available to people playing it on PC, and that is that AMD and Crystal Dynamics teamed up to create the world's first real time hair lighting and physics system uh, in a playable PC game, which is called <laughs> uh, which is called Tress FX Hair. And it sounds I, like a salon. I, I know <laughs> it sounds ridiculous. Um, is it Tress or is it like French like Trey? Trey. I don't fucking Who know. Cares? I don't fucking know, man. All I know is that in the cons- comparison screenshots, um, which we'll we'll post up where you can see them on this episode's page, it's kind of ridiculous. Um, I yeah, you're probably like hair engine. I don't give a fuck, but you will once you see it. It is. It is. I care note. about this kind of thing. I don't yeah. like games where the hair looks like ribbons or like the wind blows garbage. and the hair doesn't move. Yeah, and you're like, oh, okay. It's a drastic difference, and with a game like this that has so much um, environmental lighting, environmental effects like rain and background stuff with the ocean and all that, if you got this big chunk of uh, polygonal hair just like kind of flapping to one side flapping to the other side and then you see what you could do if you play it on pc you're gonna be like oh damn it, time it, to build a pc <laughs> it, it is it is very cool and what's what's neat about that is that you know crystal dynamics has actually invested in an engine which probably other people will pay them to use in the future yeah it was very smart for them to do that <laughs> it's pretty cool you know xbox wise things are all quiet Unless they choose to do something like Sony did before E3, we're probably not going to hear about the next Xbox until E3 and the event that we may or may not be able to get into because Microsoft's really stingy about invites and we've never gotten into one of their shows. So we'll see. Is it actually called the 720? I hope not. Because then people awesome. just like, doesn't that mean you just turn name. a circle twice? There is no official name. I don't think it's going to be called 720. Yeah. I kind you of know hope- why they call it 360? Because you turn around <laughs> and you walk away and then you're like... That's 180, Dick. What does that even mean? It's if Michael Jackson does that. (laughs) (laughs) I I actually kind of hope it's called Next Box. (laughs) I hope it's called Computer by Microsoft. (laughs) (laughs) You just want them to come out with a PC. It's just a fucking, I mean, it's Windows. What? It actually, Windows 8 is kind of looks like an Xbox, so I had to delete all that function shit on my Windows 8. <laughs> well, that's because they... It's were... like Xbox games, Xbox music. I was like, I don't own an Xbox, delete. They want to homogenize everything. No, fuck it, they don't do it. Don't do I it. Mean, their, their answer to the asymmetrical gameplay of the Wii U and uh, the PS Vita is, well, buy a tablet. Communicate your tablet to your Xbox. Have a party. I don't like it. That's their answer. <laughs> I don't like it. Brandon, speaking of the Wii U, you um you mentioned that Nintendo announced something recently, I, and I, I haven't followed. I There's wanted, just a bunch what, of stuff, up? and I don't I don't know how how new it was announced. I think just within a couple days. By the time you hear this, you may know it. But um, one that I don't care about is that they're making unless you love Wind Waker, they're redoing it in HD. Mm, yeah, I did see that for the Wii U. Oh man, it'll be out this year. Oh, what? But but but. Okay. Well, so, are you a big fan of Wind Waker? Yes. However, oh, well however, it's Dingle. a very it's a very time consuming game, and I would be. I hope he- they fix that That's aspect right. of it because of the ocean. Ex- well, because of they they were they <clears> kind of like four dungeons, dude. They sort of well, exactly. They rushed it out. There were dungeons they didn't get to do. This is their chance to add those dungeons no, 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 back. I, in. I don't think they're doing they're all just, that. It's unfortunately, it's the same exact game in HD. They're not adding shit. I promise you, no new content. <sighs> Well, oh. I don't promise you, but that's exactly what they it's said. Probably just a cheaper cash in. <clears throat> Still, that game would look amazing. It, just... it does look very impressive. They they have some screenshots of it, but I, it would be nice if they speed up the. I am the conflicted. You guys part. have you guys seen the uh, the Zelda book? The oh, I did look Hy- through Hyrule it. Historia. Not yet. It's very very. It's in, snazzy. Is it different than what we thought it would be? 
over the actual like timeline or is it what we thought it well would be? it's actually um you know how it splits into yeah, two timelines and it, blah 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 it splits into three. Oh come on <laughs> come now you know, it makes complete sense come now you want me to go get it i'll bring it in here no 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 we're doing a recording no <laughs> okay. time for that okay but i do have zelda news Oh, yeah, what you got? Remember the awesome kind of E3 video sort of interactive thing when the Wii U came out that we played? Well, you weren't, you didn't play it, but do you remember seeing it with the spider and all that? Yeah. Well, they said the Zelda game will look nothing like that. And at my first response, I was like, well, what the fuck? This looks beautiful. Why would you do that? And I said it would look really good, um, but the article I read claimed that there, it's going to be a completely different, unique style. They're going to completely redesign Zelda. Well, that, that demo no, no, was no. somewhat based on Skyward Sword's like, architecture, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, but they, they said they're going to redesign Zelda for like a new generation, and it's going to possibly have more multiplayer features. And right then, I'm like, you're going to kill Zelda. You're going to kill it the way you killed Metroid. It's going gonna, it's gonna to die. Star Fox is gone. Metroid is gone. Zelda's going to die. If Zelda's not good, I'm not buying a Wii U. Yeah. But they did announce a new Smash Brothers. But there will be no playable demo at E3, they said. <sighs> but the two new Mario games coming out will be playable at E3. Well... That's if something. You like Mario. Well, I do like Mario. I mean, because the thing is, you know, they can release all the side-scrolling Mario Brothers they want. Obviously, now it, they've got it down to a system where they can <clears> fart <throat> them out every quarter if they if they you know chose to. Mm. Which, though they're still fun, is kind of annoying because I'd like to see something as radically different as Mario World, which is still the greatest game they've ever made. I don't know, um, Mario sixty four. I think is one of the well, greatest. Okay, games I'm, ever I'm made. speaking in 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 terms of side scrollers. You know, like classic Mario games. Oh, okay. You know, Mario sixty four was a game changer. You can't really compare the two. Well, how'd you mm-hmm. like Yoshi's Island? It was shit. What it was, about it Yoshi's... was fun, but it was not. It was you like Yoshi's but... Island. Yoshi's Are you talking story? about Yoshi's story or Yoshi's Island? I get them confused all the time. Yoshi's what... story is the N sixty four one. Okay. That's I was like about to say, levels. what are you talking they're, about? Okay, they're both they're both side scrolling games. They're yeah. both fun, but they're no Mario World. Come on. Oh, well, I love they announced Yoshi's a new Yoshi Island. game. Well, they what is it? It's Yoshi's Land. Well, but the thing that I hate because I never was a fan of it. I'm interested. It's been a long time since Yoshi Yoshi had any proprietary. It looks exactly like Kirby's Epic Yarn. Everything looks like yarn. Huh. Really? And if you like that, mm. cool. But if you wanted an actual Yoshi game where he looks like Yoshi, you're well, out of luck. The game wasn't that well received, so I don't know why they would base. A they new like game texture-based games, I guess. The, the thing about Epic Yarn was that it was it was easy, but it was fun and it was good to look at. If this Yoshi game can be, uh... I just don't want my video games to look like yarn. <laughs> if I want well, yarn, I'll on. buy it. God but damn it! Yoshi, the Yoshi games have always had this kind of like. <clears throat> crayon scribble patched together handcrafted look to it yeah, this I is a natural that. i love that this is a natural progression of that no i like the scribble i like i like that it looked like i could color in the yoshi's world but now it's like oh it's yarn i can't crochet how many screenshots have they shown maybe it's all over the place but there's gameplay oh wow okay. there's actual gameplay man they, they, this, it's weird i didn't hear anything about this <clears throat> this sounds like a really serious announcement they they, t- they tell us there's well i mean Everybody knew there was going to be a Smash Bros. I have more announcements if you want that make let, no sense to me whatsoever. About so th- oh, let's let's back yeah, up yeah. to Zelda because that really bugs me. What you said, I, I don't know the details. They just said they're gonna they're gonna focus more on multiplayer aspects and completely redesign the style of Zelda um, and, okay. and revamp it. Which I like the style mm-hmm. of Zelda. Hold on, well, hold on. Ocarina of Time was, the and I don't mean I don't mean like the Zelda. style, the way it looks. Although they did say I, that. No, I'm, ta- I mean I'm, the talking, I'm talking about gameplay. Mm-hmm. I mean, link link to the past to Ocarina, huge change in style, huge change, revolution. It's the same, except the ones in 3D. No, they're pretty different. You run around and hit oh, things with a sword. It's, it's an expansion of the of the style, and of course, they wouldn't do anything. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. To Zelda that wasn't an expansion of the style. Well, they, they also said the way like dungeons are completed. It it's could be good. Weird. It could be good. Now, the multiplayer thing concerns me. However, for Sword Adventure, they have done multiplayer Zeldas before. And that True. is is a, is but its that's not like timeline. a story like a massive story driven game. I mean, it is, but it's not like epic. They like need to make a new Four Sword Adventures for Wii U. That would be amazing. They have to do that. Well, then I stand. If that's what it erected. is, then I welcome <laughs> that with open arms. But I don't know if that's what it is. But mm. I hope so. Well, then you want another weird update that yeah. maybe you can make sense of. I don't know how much you'll care, Cap, but you guys know Fire Emblem, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Do you know? Um, the Digital Devil Saga, like Shin Megami Tensei. Yeah. There is a crossover game coming oh, out. Oh, I think I heard about that. that I don't know why. So They're odd. completely weird, different. One's like, one's like knights and that's you know, almost... medieval. And one's like demons have taken over the uh, current okay. actual Let, world. Time and... out, time out, time <clears throat> out. I know Fire Emblem. I've yeah. never played it, but I know it. I get the gist. It's Nintendo's JRPG series. Mm-hmm. Right. Shin Megami Tensei? That it's, sounds really familiar. What is it? It's kind of like, well, the games I played were kind of like Pokemon, but with demons. And it takes place in the current modern world where it gets fucked up most the of the games. Persona games are part of that Oh, Oh, okay. That's yeah. why that yeah. sounds familiar to me. Okay. And now there's a crossover, and I don't understand. That's, un- that's unprecedented. Yeah. Nintendo doesn't do that shit normal. Well, actually, no, no they, they, did they, the, did they did the Pokemon thing. Pokemon Conquest what? is another Brothers. weird one. Well, that was that was incestuous, except for you know. Sonic well, that just leads you to believe Snake. that there's going to be Shin Megami characters in the new Smash Brothers, which is actually really cool. But I yeah, don't. That, that, that would just, be I just don't understand why they chose to do this. <laughs> so. No, I mean the the Pokemon thing didn't make a lot of sense either. Nope. Speaking of Pokemon, we haven't had an episode since all the new game stuff was announced. Nope, X and that's y. true. Yeah, I'm well, excited for those. Yeah, you know it's very exciting. Nintendo says you know saying uh, an international release <clears throat> same day. That, um, yeah, I'm, and I'm glad they're finally probably because I've that. never been a huge fan. I think you should do all the Pokemon related stuff. There isn't a lot to say. I mean, they're finally going full 3D. The battles aren't with sprites anymore. Like, oh, is it because they saw Nino Kuni? It was like, fuck, we well, could have done it's that. It's because their new system is the 3DS. Yeah, it just works better for the 3DS. And also, it's probably easier to animate 3D models than drawing sprites for 600, 700, well, whatever. Here's the multi million dollar now. question Are they changing the original sounds finally? I don't know. So they don't sound like they've, they've grubber, grubber. sort of changed them over the years, but I don't. I don't know if they're going to no. update all the no, old ones. No, if you get a Charmander no. right not. now, they sound like the eight <clears> bit <throat> or even whatever the four bit Game Boy one was of a Charmander going. I like, say, <clears throat> I say, stay with legacy sounds. They probably aren't going to change those. I want them to say their name. Damn it! <laughs> I want a Charmander to go Charmander because that's what they do in the show. But I don't care. That's, yeah, that's a different continuity. I don't it. care. It's the same. Ash doesn't age. He's 32 years old. He looks like he's 10. Well, in Japanese, it would be Hitokake or whatever. So they, <laughs> yes, Bukake. <laughs> Do Bukake. I love it. <laughs> so they can't have different sounds for them. It's easier for them to just have one sound for everything. Otherwise, they'd have to translate all of that, too. <clears throat> and then it would take even longer to come out mm. with them in different regions. Sega also said they were putting out another Bayonetta game. 
for the Wii U. Well, some folks will be excited about that. <laughs> I think Bayonetta's awesome. I love the gameplay of the first one. It was a weird game, but it's a weird game. I'm happy they're coming out with a new one. I like Bayonetta. <laughs> it was a Sega game that actually played really well, Cap. It should be, like, historic. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey. What? What are you saying? I'm, you know, I'm just you saying. Mean, you, only, you mean only in recent times, <laughs> right? Sometimes they make a game where you don't run in a straight line in it, you know, and it, and it works. And this is that was one of them, Bayonetta. <laughs> and so the sequel might be good. I didn't um, think that was made by Sega, though. I thought they only uh, Sega? published that game. I don't know anymore. Yeah, I don't. I thought it was completely I, made by Sega. I wouldn't I call not. that a Sega game. Because mm. if, if it was, we'll get then... more on that. <laughs> or we'll look it up. And now it's time to thank the amazing listeners like yourselves who make this show possible. We had a great support drive this February, lots of really wonderful contributions, so I got to give a shout out to everybody who contributed in February 2013. That is Kevin Wise, Berto Elcon, Big Bad Shadow Man, Mauron, Hoodoo Voodoo, Arceus, Barry I, Adam Briggs, and Jeffrey Voss. Who's the boss? Jeffrey Voss. All those guys teamed up, powered together, and created some kind of Captain Planet Megazord-like entity that has thrust us further into the realms of success and financial stability. So thank you very much. And you, too, can charge us with the uh, elemental force of your choice by just supporting Nerdy Show. It's super easy. It don't take much. Just anything you can give. For we give, and so you give. And the giving is a circle in the great circle of life and oneness and togetherness that is Nerdy Show. Come to me in the peyote dream, Ungawa. Any amount will get you some cool stuff in your email. And, uh, and as we reach our various stretch goals for the month, beginning with our uh, requirement of 300 to keep everything up and running absolutely, um, we will continue to add stuff to uh, the list of things that everybody who uh, supports us that month is given. And the last couple months, you guys have unlocked some pretty cool stuff including a uh, rough of page one from the second issue of the D&D comic drawn by Tony. Outtakes from our first episode of this new era of Nerdy Show, featuring an impromptu Downton Abbey microsode between Brandon and Colin, and uh, some outtakes from Lightning Dogs, not involving the Lightning Dogs directly, but uh, some interesting observations about uh, certain Hasbro properties. And, you know, we do different closers at the end of the show, so sometimes we'll just start reading them and see where they go, and... Sometimes we end up with a lot of weird material and we have a whole uh, selection of new outtakes that are just from outro recording sessions, including um, an accidental thing that happened where I ended up doing a dramatic reading of the lyrics to Cotton Eye Joe. It's a very, very dark song, turns out. And new this month to March 2013 is a pretty unprecedented collection of outtakes. This is the longest one ever by far. It's uh, over 20 minutes of outtakes from our Nerdy Show Prime episode, Mask Justice, about real-life superheroes and vigilantes. 20 minutes of weirdness. Very, very, very weird weirdness. So that's new to March, and the first person to receive that, the first supporter of March, is Jim Finley, who said, Hi guys, I just listened to Alan Chapter 1 and immediately came here to donate. I don't know how I missed the Kickstarter, but if Hex's tour comes anywhere near Michigan... I'm all in. You know, I don't know that he, I don't, I don't know what his tour plan is actually. Um, but you should definitely ask Alan at artificialallen at gmail.com. That's where you can send all your inquiries to, um, Alan and his human slave hex. We're going to cut to a song right now since we're talking about <coughs> Pokemon recently. It's a, this is a, from a recent Overclocked Remix album called Apex 2013, specifically made for the Apex video game competition. This is called Bottled Emotions Pokemon Black and White by the Guitar Hero.
All right, so uh, we're not we're not quite done yet. Um, what else has been happening in the video game world, gentles, folks? Well, okay, by now, Dead Space Three has already been released. Right. Um, first game I absolutely love. Second uh-huh. game I loved, but it wasn't scary anymore. Lost the scare factor of everything jumping out of you. Third one I haven't played yet, and Visceral Games, who made all of the Dead Space games, seems to be doing great. You wouldn't think, oh, they're hemorrhaging for money. They need more money from you, right? Why would Why would they need more money? Right, it's Dead Space. It's a blockbuster yeah, game. It's there amazing. Pr- there are probably billboards <laughs> in major cities. Well, let me tell you something. Oh, no. Dead Space 3 has microcredits. You know those pesky things that are in games on iPhone mm-hmm. or MMOs where uh-huh. it's like pay real money to get special perks or and in-game all the free features. To play games. Yeah. Right. So there's a system in there where you can, quote, enhance your gameplay by paying real money. I don't know what the fuck that means, but I don't want microcredits in my goddamn video games, especially on consoles. Mm-hmm. You want you want an experience the designers, you know, uh, yeah. sweat blood over and it's, it's, a, it's a refined experience. I bought like a know. $60 game. Why are there microcredits to enhance the gameplay experience? Whatever the hell that means. They said they claim there's like enemies or rare things that can drop currency that you can use towards that, but you can also pay real money. And I don't understand that. Huh. At all. Micro Microtransactions credits. are great for free games because, I mean, that's where they make money. Because then they're money. free and you're like, oh, well, I guess if I want yeah, this better like, thing. Yeah, like, oh, I'll support this developer with, by buying some items. But if you it, pay it, full price, yeah, that's It's that's a sensible nonsense. system for certain Yeah, it, certain it works things. great but for Dead those. Space? No. Really? No, that's Who, nonsense. Why would you even waste money buying shit for that game? You're going to be done with it in a few hours anyway. I mean, some people feel that way about um, just expansions in general, like for Mass Effect and whatnot. Sometimes they're worthless. Sometimes they just unlock things, you know? Okay, I And that's not my feelings necessarily that's that's some things that people say often about mm. dlc in general but this but micro credits that's a bit touchy is i it, don't know any other details except that it pisses me is off is anybody else doing that not that i'm aware i haven't, of. Not, heard, I haven't heard yeah no console games that i'm aware of even do that shit hmm. the closest they get is re- having day one dlc but yeah other it, than that no it's like paying an angry birds to get like a special item for like 99 cents it's like ridiculous who would do that Ugh. Angry Birds. I've never played Angry Birds either. But it I've, looks I've, fun. I played it. <laughs> I played it's it. Addictive it's addictive looking. It's a, you know, it's a game. It's a it thing. Is, it it's is a definitely thing. a game. Kat. If you if you got to ride the bus, it's something to do. Plus um, I feel it portrays like a really bad stereotype of birds. Uh, I don't like it because <laughs> of that. Well, the birds are the you like the birds, it's the pigs that's the problem. Yeah, but they're angry birds. Granted, grackles look angry, but well, birds Brandon, are in general don't Brandon, look angry. You're an angry bird. Fuck you. <laughs> You, you're going to deny that? Shut up. I'm not angry ever. <laughs> dump on your chest. Like um, an angry bird would? So Assassin's Creed 4. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> what, already? Uh, it's been leaked. What? Well, okay. You watched me play the end of Assassin's Creed 3. Yeah, it right? was awesome. Now, you obviously, I don't know if you knew what was going on. I, I did know what was going on. Um, spoiler alert, it's a, it's a bunch of stuff with the space and the past. Yeah, the space shit <laughs> alien stuff happens in modern day. And we, we, Main character. We, we were both watching that. No saying, longer alive. Yeah, we're, when we both watched it and thought, <clears throat> how can they have expansions like they did for Assassin's Creed 2? <clears throat> it's impossible. Yeah, well, that, they, I mean, they make expansions that take place before the end of the game. But a new, brand new Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag supposedly was leaked uh, a few screenshots possibly a poster and you play as okay you know the main character from uh, from, 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 the, from the present the native, the native american guy something oh. kenway or whatever and then his dad right. which that evil british guy right like nathan kenway mm-hmm. you play as his dad so you take play it takes place in the past before assassin's creed Three happened, but I don't know who the modern day main character is or if there even is one because he doesn't exist anymore. Right. Hmm. So I don't I thought it'd be cool if you got to play, you know, before 
humanity. Well, even. Black Flag. So is it? Are it's they, a pirate. Thing. Right. I was gonna say, like, are they saying, well, the pirate part of Assassin's Creed Three was so much fun. It was really fun. The boats. But so okay, know. hold on. But why is it Assassin's Creed Four? Why isn't it just an Assassin's Creed Three sidestep? It's obviously nobody tied in there. knows. Hmm. But that's what it actually says on the poster that was leaked. And you, this is legit, or it's sus- you I tell mean, me it's the internet. Is anything legit? I don't know. <laughs> you you know what? Here's your homework. Go home. Go scour the internet. Go on 4chan. Find, no. no, don't go. 4chan. I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. <laughs> go find some Assassin's Creed 4 shit and show me if I'm wrong on the forums. I don't really know, but <laughs> this is all I could find on it. Okay. So. Well, jeez. Uh, uh. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about it, so. Yep. I, don't know. I guess maybe at E3 we'll find out. Yep. <laughs> that's. Hey, I don't know got what any more news? Because I can keep going all day. Go, go, go for it. What you got? I mean, you've been I okay. I don't really have more news out the park right now. I don't really have any more news, but the Elder Scrolls Online beta is uh-huh. now available for sign up. Yeah. Um, me and John, uh, sorry, John and I, not Jonna, but John. I signed up weeks ago. Oh, oh shit. We, we've we, all, well, we've all signed up the for Nerdy, Elder Scrolls The Nerdy beta. Show crew has signed up, yeah. We have a guild, which you is, could probably use if you let us know. It's Nerdy Show, and the website is nerdyshow.com. Well, there you go. Use it, whatever. Um, We're, it increases your chances yeah. of getting in the beta. We none don't, of us. We don't have any word yet, so. Yeah, I, I swear it said within 48 hours they'd let you know, but none of us have received an email or an invite or anything yet. I, I, don't, I really don't remember seeing it say 40, 48 hours. No, I might, yeah, I don't I, remember that. I might have just, I might have taken a nap right after signing up and just dreamt that, huh. but that happens to me all the time. So basically everyone should sign up, as many people as possible should sign up, and one of you should fucking get in so you can tell us about it, because I don't even know if we're getting in. Well, assumedly, out of all of us signing up, someone's going to get in. Yeah. You know what I'm just really excited to see how the hell they're making Elder Scrolls online, because for years, everyone's like, oh, this would be cool if there were like a thousand people running around in the same world, you know, the same same fighting and all that, but just like a ton of people. Well, so. you know, the thing is, I... They're going to change the gameplay, obviously. When I was playing Morrowind, I thought to myself, why isn't this just an MMO? It plays like an MMO, and then... Well, Morrowind's just got that feel to it. And and then I played, um, you know, Oblivion, and I was like, I love being alone in this gigantic world. I don't ever want this to be an MMO. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I still felt that way during Skyrim. And then they announced the MMO, and I was like, guys, where were you like 10 years ago? I don't want this anymore. <laughs> I just want to be a dragon. And then I went to E3, and I saw a demo of it. And uh, I don't, I, I've never been a huge MMO fan to begin with, so I'm not, you know, totally sold on it. However... For being an MMO, it does look pretty cool, and if you're an old-school Elder Scrolls fan, it's going to scratch every itch that they haven't indulged over the past three games. There's going to be so much lore and items and books and things you could just go around reading It's set during a really critical period of conflict during the previously established continuity of the game. It it takes place, what, a thousand years before Skyrim, I think? I don't know my numbers of that, you know, that fake history too well, but... um, It is real history, you asshole. (laughs) It's more real than the one I live in. (laughs) But uh, I think a thousand years sounds about right. Um, and you basically get to go all over Cyrodiil. They have a whole space set aside for uh, waging massive battles between uh, various factions, and uh, it it looks like a lot of fun. My uh, my memory of it isn't too fresh, so I'll link uh, to this episode's page to the video I made of the reaction video immediately after seeing that uh, that demo. Um, by the way, fun fact, I don't know if I ever mentioned this before. Mini Me uh was at the was at the demo with me. Vern Troyer rolled into the uh to the showing. It was very strange. He is Did you say anything? N- no, he's <laughs> Did just you kinda of stare at him and then he was like, dude, what? And no, like, I'm sorry. Just, you know, you see him on television, and even though you see him in scale with other people, you underestimate how small he actually is. He is a, he is very small. I'm just it's impressive. He's smaller than me. Yes, Brandon. <laughs> I win. 
A little bit. I finally, <laughs> I finally beaten someone at the game of light. Wait, no, he's famous and has money. Never mind. I'm smaller than you. you well, he also okay. probably doesn't have a high life expectancy, Brandon. So that's not very fair. No, it's not. <laughs> Who's the real winner? No one apparently in life. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? Well, basically, it's a two part story. Uh huh. The first part was my endeavor on how to get you, me, to Moi. play Terranigma. Because oh. it's one of my favorite games ever, and yeah. you need to play that shit. I, I've played maybe 25% of it, and then my ROM glitched out, yes. Yeah, so, okay, there's this game, Terranigma, for Super Nintendo. It was only released in Japan and Europe. It's fully and translated. Australia. Yes, it's completely, oh, in German. In, all, in Germany, whatever, all these countries. Yeah. Completely translated already in English. They never brought it over here. It was uh, developed by Enix, and it's part of a... Um, Mm-hmm. It's part of a conceptual trilogy, not an actual story-based trilogy, between Soul Blazer and Illusions of Gaia, two amazing games. And, and it is when I downloaded the ROM and played it, it's one of the most brilliant games I've ever played. I swear I cried during the ending. Like, and it's a Super Nintendo game. It was amazing. Tears from Brandon. I'm sure Seriously, you could throw yeah, that exactly. in a magic so potion. That this shit's legit. And so I went on a hunt one day for Cap's birthday, which took a very long time, and I found an actual converted PAL Super Nintendo. And then I found an actual Terranigma. That said it was in English. These are both expensive items. I got them. Finally, Brandon, Brandon I found is a out, good friend. Yeah, finally I found out I needed a power converter. And then we put all these things together a year later when we finally got all the parts. And it didn't work. Oh. What happened was the ROM loaded up. The graphics were weird and freaky. So we thought maybe it was dirty and we tried to clean it. And then turns out the, the Terranigma cartridge uh, was in German. So there's oh. nothing but German text. It, it, was, it was a two-fold mistake. And it was one, that Terranigma was in German. But two, the PAL Super Nintendo was actually a modded Super Nintendo that had a very ill-defined switch setup on the back, which switches between... The way they have to convert it is the, uh, the system itself is shaped exactly the same as Super Famicom. So it can play uh, Japanese games, but you have to have a, uh, a switch that... It has the switch. There's some, some sort of a electrical thing. John would be able to explain it. Yeah, anyway. Like so, essentially it didn't work. Yeah, so it, it, it works. Pissed. It works in that you can... It actually does switch between playing Japanese games and playing PAL games. But you and, tried a uh, different game, it didn't work. Right. Well, here's the thing. However, something about the way it was pieced together is broken because when it does play either region's game, because I also bought a, a Japanese game... It uh, basically the way the game displays is the main screen is cropped downward. So you get a little bit of black at the top mm. of the screen. It's cropped downward and it's in extremely low res, semi black and white. Oh, that's yeah, awful. Yeah, so it's fucked. Now, if you don't want to spend a small fortune doing this, someone told me something and I, I don't endorse any of this. A nerdy show does not endorse any of this. But someone told me now that the Wii U is out, the Wii no longer will be receiving any significant updates. He downloaded some software that basically converted his Wii into a game station, if you will, that has every single NES, Super Nintendo, N64, GameCube game on it possible. Even the ones never released here. You can get Terranigma on it, and you can set it up to play it on any control style, classic, Wiimote, anything. Uh, Nintendo, uh, any game you want. The the Wii has been infinitely moddable since mm-hmm. it came out. Exactly. However, but Terranigma's also it, it was it was sort of a it was a, a definite light bulb moment where Brandon said, "But the Wii U's out; they won't be updating it." Yeah, because, because once the, you did this mod, you could no longer update it ever. You couldn't oh, play. You, you could update it. Oh, well, see, she uh, says you can. <laughs> Someone I know has had a modded Wii for years and has been able to update. There's there's something and they can, can play games online yeah. and everything. The thing is, I would gladly throw down for Terranigma in any format, and if they released it, I would just to show them. 
even if even if I'd already played the damn thing, just to show them that you know I supported it. But the same thing, I want uh you know I want Earthbound Zero, I want Earthbound, I want Mother Three, I want Terranigma. These games I would pay for, I would pay full game prices for. Well, you them. know what? Not out. They so also I'll do what these, I got to. They put mm-hmm. these games on actual cartridges now. So if you go to weird sites like eBay, um, or Amazon, you can possibly, get a bootleg you can Terranigma, get Terranigma yeah. on a normal. Super Nintendo cartridge and played in your normal Super Nintendo. Yeah. Now, I, I hear that some, like, you know, the, the actual um, construction of them are shady sometimes. You should definitely look for reviews on uh, products and all that. Just to double check, because, you know, they're not officially made, so there's not as much quality control there. Basically, I wanted people to know what they can do with the Wii now. If they hadn't thought of it before, <laughs> you want every single game that was made up into the Wii. It's, it's, it's an interesting prospect. It's an interesting prospect. Uh, especially since new generations don't really seem to be offering that much choice in the way of playing used games anymore. Yeah, I mean the words out that they um that the Xbox isn't going to and and the PlayStation 4 as well, I believe. I've, yeah, they're not. It's awful. They, they they won't their systems will not play old games. So if you trade a disc with a friend or buy it from a store, apparently it won't work. And you know, there may actually be a really practical reason for that. There may Money. not there may not be physical games at all. Yeah, they've they've there've been Well, yeah, but there's also so much money made in the used game industry that they like they want a chunk of it and they're it, like fuck you, we want all of the profits now. Well, all that money's made by the store the second-hand stores, not by the well, people I mean, that publish the games. No, that's what I mean, yeah. yeah. You know, the retro game stores will be like record shops, right? The 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 local ones. Mm. Whereas big beasts like fucking GameStop with all their insane uh promotion shit that just fucks up your game with with items you don't need and all that beat the game in under one minute when you pre-order you know freaks you out with their bizarre pre-order polls where they make sure that there's a a forced sense of scarcity whether it needs to be there or not and all that crap if they go under and the little guy stays in in you know stays in business that's okay i mean but with new media um they won't go under They'll just said they'll sell new games. We'll, we'll see what happens, but I'm um, with, with new. If there's new games to sell, with anything like the fact is, video games are in their infancy still. I mean, they're they're grow. Obviously, they've grown up. They're um, a multi million dollar industry, maybe billion dollar industry, right? The music industry had to go through this too. So did the comic industry. They had to learn what was actually the thing that made sense as far as retail spaces, and they've grown over time. So even though you know we miss the familiarity of things. We miss going to Blockbuster Video and browsing through the aisles to like, you know, find some movie you wouldn't normally find. And now I we, do not miss that. Well, I, I like my damn Netflix. I do, but the, the I ne- like leaving my bed. <laughs> Fuck it. Get some popcorn. Don't ever get dressed. Touch myself. Watch some Netflix. I can't do that at a Blockbuster without getting arrested. <laughs> but that was part of the charm, though. There was a sense no. of danger there. Mm, such a gross. <laughs> Those carpets and blockbuster and shitty movies. As far as Minecraft news goes, we've extended our Minecraft buildathon one week. So instead of being due March fourth, it'll be on March eleventh at midnight. That's when the entries will be due. Just a little bit of extra time because we know we have some incredible projects that are in development right now and could use it. And hey, why the hell not? If you guys, this gives you a whole week on the server of awesome to uh, devote to building some really cool science fiction themed structures on the Minecraft server. Check out what's already in the running and then blow them out of the water. It is your mission. The prizes we have are incredible. We have some exclusive prizes from Fangamer, stuff that was only available if you supported uh, the Kickstarter for the Minecraft documentary, like a wind-up creeper. I mean, this stuff, you're not going to see it anywhere ever again. And uh, we've also got some incredible prizes like Aliens, Colonial Marines, Bandanas, 100% cooler than the games. This shit is awesome. 
I regret giving them away, but we're doing it anyway, and a lot of other cool stuff. So uh, so head over to the contest page, have a look at what we've got, and uh, then throw your hat in the ring and shoot some fucking laser beams. Get this SciTech thing going, and uh, then in a few uh, weeks, we'll be having our guest judges, Marshall Weber of Husky Jackal Theater, the guys behind Terminator the Second, Charlie Verdon of Fangamer, to uh, join us to decide the winners. All right, all right. Well, this concludes this video game episode. If you guys want to uh, discuss any of the things that we talked about, if we, if we said anything wrong and you want to correct us, just do uh, that. Half the things I said were wrong. Please correct me I, on I, <laughs> I don't even research this. I just make it up. Either shoot a comment on this episode's page or uh, or, or talk to us about it on the forums. If there's any games you guys want to know what we think of, um, if we can play them, we will. So uh, uh, let us know in the forums. Give us some feedback. Otherwise, we'll uh, we'll sign off. We're going to listen to a track called uh, The Promise featuring Megaran by DJ Cutman. It's an awesome collab between two exemplary musicians. Uh, thanks for tuning in to Nerdy Show. We'll be back next week. We got uh, we got some cool things coming out this month. There's probably going to be a new State of the Empire. We got to see where the Star Wars news is headed. There's definitely going to be a new Nerdy Show book club where we'll be talking about Ready Player One. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> thanks for listening. I'm Cap. I'm Brandon. I'm Jana. Here's some DJ Cutman and Mega Ryan. Intensity is making me wonder if this was meant for me. 
They say war is hell, and it's been going on for centuries. Nobody wins, but we all go eventually. But no soldier will ever tell you they dream of quitting. It's like the coldest unwritten, the worst kind of prison of your own thoughts and night terrors. Enemies don't fight fair, and the end is a world away, although it seems right there. I'm in the dark now, lost all light. Back against the wall, fighting for my life. Back against the wall, fighting for my life. Fighting for my life. This is the covenant. I'm not in love with it. The plan is clear and concise. I gotta run with it. Intense punishment, but we finished the fight. A new danger arise, but we in it tonight. This is the covenant. I'm not in love with it. The plan is clear and concise. I gotta run with it. Intense punishment, but we finished the fight. A new danger arise, but we in it tonight. This is the covenant. I'm not in love with it. The plan is clear and concise. I gotta run with it. Intense punishment, but we finished the fight. A new danger arise, but we in it tonight. This is the covenant. I'm not in love with it. The plan is clear and concise. I gotta run with it. Intense punishment, but we finished the fight. A new danger arise, but we in it tonight. Show. Nerdy Show is made possible by a comic shop, Nerdapalooza, my footmen, and the generous support of listeners like you. How nice it is that you have money to give. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows on the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, or making a contribution in our monthly support drive, which helps our valets. Very much so. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show audio and images and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. For more episodes of Nerdy Show as well as other fine programming, community forms, videos and articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show Network podcasts via the iTunes Store. And for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. We can save the Abbey together. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.